Welcome to Millennial Musings. I'm Gladys. And I'm Isabella. And we are just two opinionated millennials who sometimes make dumb mistakes. And what we want to do here is share our experiences and offer the advice we wish we had received. Disclaimer, we are not therapists or life coaches and we have no actual criteria to be giving advice whatsoever. But we could be your new bestie or big sister. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some millennial mess. Yes, you heard right. It is millennial mess time. So every three episodes, we will go into the depth of the internet and look for some funny or shocking or any interesting stories, or we will share any stories you have shared with us. Um, all those stories will relate to the topics we talked about this month, basically, the last three episodes. Uh, in this case, were nostalgia, millennial nostalgia, you could say, um, sex, and drinking. However, it was not really easy. <laughs> I didn't actually find any MIDS hole stories or any other crazy stories about millennial nostalgia. So my stories will all relate to the latest two topics. Yeah, and I didn't really find many sex ones. Well, there, there were, but none that I really, I don't know. It was quite hard because it's like, well, if you don't want to have sex, you're obviously not an asshole. And if you do want to have sex, but the other person doesn't, then yeah, you are an asshole. So. I know. There were, yeah, there were not that many that I wanted to share. So mine are actually all kind of around drinking. But Well, that's okay. Well, yeah, that is that is the way it is then. <laughs> but first, we must discuss a couple of things. First of all, we are recording this on Friday, the 26th of January, which means one thing, the Traitors finale tonight. <laughs> I know, I am so ready. So I watched the, ep- the latest two episodes, the one that I got spoiled <laughs> for. Sorry. <laughs> By yours and only Gladys. And then... <laughs> By yourself, by yourself, <laughs> the candidates would say. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I watched the one that came out yesterday. And what happened yesterday? I already forgot. Oh, my God. Okay. Spoilers incoming. Um, What happened? Yes. Just skip ahead. They killed, they killed, yeah, they killed Zach and they banished Jasmine. Oh, yes. Which I thought killing Zach was not an interesting choice. I wouldn't have killed Zach because he kind of puts himself into sketchy situation so he would have been a good i don't know scapegoat yeah and also if he's left if he would have been left like he would have never suspected harry i think keeping jazz in is very risky but then harry doesn't know i think that jazz is very suspicious of harry yeah um because i think jazz Jazz is actually playing a good game by keeping it to himself when he suspects someone he doesn't just want to shout it out immediately i mean i um, if Harry doesn't win this, I will lose my mind. <laughs> I will lose my mind if Molly wins. Like, she's cute and all, but she has not done anything. The only reason she's still in is because she's so adorable and close with Harry. And she's not a, th- a threat to the traitors, basically. I know. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Because, I mean, I feel like when you purely look at, like what people have done like in the challenges and just how people have played the game i feel like well there's a couple of people of course that have been banished or killed that were really good and really contributed but i feel like because you know they constantly say like oh i will never forgive myself if a traitor gets this money but i feel like the way harry has been playing this he 100 percent deserves this money money. yeah not only did he play this game perfectly he also is one of the best team players so like who is more deserving of this? I mean, money, when he honestly. also didn't take. I mean, obviously, his thinking also was, "I'm not going to take those seven thousand pounds that he could have gotten." Yeah, yesterday's episode, I think, or the one before. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said he's going to put it into the team pot, which is good. But then also, he's like, "I prefer hundred k over seven k." So. <laughs> yeah, in the position that he was in, he could not have done that. No. I um but oh my god that funeral episode where they made ross um (laughs) bury his mother (laughs) i loved it though oh it was good honestly i love also when he told everyone that ross uh that that diane was his mom what is his mom that was hilarious i know like he he his his career as a traitor was very short-lived he didn't even get to kill anyone (laughs) <laughs> no 
and I mean, I kind of felt, I kind of felt a little bit sorry for Andrew yesterday, like in yesterday's episode where he was talking about like how he has never felt good enough and how he's like struggled with, you know, loving himself because I don't know, because I really want Harry to, <laughs> to win. And I also don't think Andrew was the best choice to be a traitor, but then I don't know. I've, I also like all of them. So. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I am very much Team Harry, though. I am Team Harry as well. And it's just like, I find it such a shame that, again, last season, Winnie, <laughs> Wilfred, I mean, um, he this, he played it really well as well. He was also a really good traitor. And I think his chance of winning was just taken away by, what was his name? Kieran? Kieran? Oh, my God. I... Yeah, Kieran, yes. I will never stop being bitter about that. <laughs> like he I I I don't think that should be allowed. It I'm is sorry. now not anymore. They had to do some no. when they swore to be a traitor, they had to say they're never allowed to tell on another traitor or something like that. So I think they changed the rules this time. Because yeah, I think that. many people were very unhappy because like he one hundred percent would have won. Yeah. But Kieran almost literally was like there's one left and it's him yeah <laughs> so <basically. laughs> oh that pissed me off so much but yeah we'll see we'll see. Oh, i can't wait it is exciting i will watch it live well live the moment it comes out i mean <sighs> okay well now that we've got that out of the way yeah <laughs> out of the system let's get let's get into today's stories do you want to start with a story should i start with a story i can start with one mm-hmm. so i'm starting with a red story and it is i mean my stories you know are not that big i think but i don't know i kind of like them so i think this is just this is a nice discussion (laughs) to get us started so the story goes so my husband and i are getting married later this year each of our sides of the family are fairly big. It will be around 100 to 150 people total. My husband and I are paying for all of this ourselves, as well as my grandmother, who said she doesn't care about this issue. She just loves weddings. <laughs> Cute. <clears throat> We have a lot of kids in our family, so we decided against making it child-free, but we did decide to make it dry. So there will be no alcohol of any kind at our wedding. Honestly, this doesn't have anything to do with there being kids, but due to the fact that my fiancé and I don't drink. Nothing against people who do, it's just not for us and we don't want to. On top of that, we only really drink water. We rarely, if ever, drink soda. So most of the time, it's only water with the occasional juice and milk. I cannot I cannot relate to those kinds of people. Moving on. We don't even drink coffee. Wow. So, <laughs> so obviously, the food, which is a part my grandmother is not paying for, is going to be expensive for that many people. We are having our wedding catered, so everyone will have a good choice of food to choose from. But to drink... Only water will be provided. We don't want to have to pay for alcohol or soda. It is just an extra large expense when we can just do filtered water for a much cheaper cost. Well, my family and friends, when they found out, they got very angry. Some didn't care, but some are really upset, saying that I can just have an open bar so I don't have to pay for drinks. Um, well, I'm, I guess they mean like a bar where people then go and pay for their own, their own drinks. We could, but then we would still have to pay for the bartender, pay for the bartender. And we just really don't want to bother with alcohol. Uh, they also said we should at least have soda there because how can we expect everyone to only drink water? The kids will be upset. The wedding will be boring. That's not how weddings work, etc. So am I the asshole? I didn't think this would be a problem. It's only water. I mean, don't most people drink water every day anyway? Should we pay the extra cost to save to have soda to make the family happy okay i mean not even coffee (laughs) they don't even drink coffee so i assume there won't be coffee at the wedding either this interestingly was like the number one comment so people are like so you will have cake there without coffee (laughs) (laughs) i know and also wedding celebrations are long they take like they last usually quite long right they start maybe around lunchtime and then stop when between 3 and 5 a.m <laughs> at least the ones i've heard about i've been to so you're not gonna give anyone coffee but okay this is not about the coffee this is just me and my addiction um i get it 
I don't think it's you're an asshole if you don't serve alcohol. Like that is completely up to you. You don't have to serve alcohol. You might just don't want to have drunk people at your wedding. Like there's several reasons you don't want to serve alcohol. Fine. I get that. I don't think anyone should be upset about it. But like I know of people who just also don't like water. Like pe- some people I know just simply don't. People say they don't like the taste of water. I heard this several times. I heard it when I listen to it. Hear it. Hear it. That's <laughs> a German word. Um, I hear it when I listen to other podcasts and they advertise, like, how's it called? Those little things you can put in the water bottle. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yes. <laughs> something with up. Air up. Air or up. Yes. Because <laughs> then you smell a taste, basically. You smell it and then you taste it because it's all connected, all the senses. Yeah. So I know that like it's a fact that people, some people don't like the taste of water. And you have children. When you're a child and you go for a dinner or something, that was the day I got like my soda drink. Well, actually, that's a lie. My mom always had soda in the basement, but that's another story. Um, but it feels special because you get it with ice cubes, the straw or whatever. So I think you should at least offer some sort of other drinks at least you don't have to have a whole list you don't need a bartender just have a couple of boxes of canned coke and fanta or whatever i know yeah i i mean i think there was one answer that i think summarized it very well um it said here's the thing about weddings um a wedding is an event you're hosting and not providing any drinks other than water makes you a bad host. Uh, and then they say, I've been to dry weddings. There was a couple that put real thought and effort into designing mocktails themed around their relationship. It was delightful and everyone connected to the couple through it. Another couple had a sparkling cider tower in place of champagne and everyone cheered with cider and flutes. When you're hosting an event, your job is to take care of your guests. Just because it follows a ceremony doesn't make you any less the host of an event and that means providing more than one drink option especially non-alcoholic um especially to an event your guests are incurring expenses to attend and bring gifts to um only having water as a beverage is being a cheap host yeah that is yeah. kind of that puts, because then yeah. i also then i i can't really help but have some questions about the food as well because I I can't really envision like and maybe that's me but I can't really envision the food being like super nice and varied and everything and then what there being like a couple of Brita filters where everyone just needs to go and refill their glass of water I don't know it's just I yeah that's one of those things where I feel like I'm sorry but if you decide to host a wedding to organize a wedding for 150 people then you just have to somehow calculate that I think I mean I would in in my opinion if I would be like oh I would have to save that like be that cheap with like food or drinks then I would rather do it in like a smaller circle or something not disinvite but I would invite less people yeah uh yeah so I completely agree um no alcohol would like I said in the last episode not be a thing for me at all whatsoever but I do feel like you know it's an event it's a celebration like yeah just have a couple of like that's a really good idea the mocktail thing just have like two or three nice ones with like a cute name or something I would want to do that anyway I think um and then it, and then it's just cute and it's just you know it's just nice um I do have to say that those guys and I know people did you also tell me that at some point that you're like you never have soda in the house that you just drink like water and sometimes juice I don't understand this because I have quite the I have quite the diet coke addiction, I think, which I know is not the best. But like sometimes, I mean, and I drink a lot of water. Don't get me wrong. I drink a lot. Like that is not my problem. I can easily drink two liters of water during the day. But, you know, in the evening, sometimes I just, I, I don't know. I just need something else. I mean, <laughs> yes, the thing is, well, yeah, we only have our Brita filter, <laughs> a lot of coffee. Um milks well oat milks <laughs> and tea but um when i have people come over i will get something like if you come over i know i will get a coke because you will like it um when my dad comes over i'll get some lemonade like i always have something in the house when i know people are coming over 
but I don't I don't know I don't think about it really when I go shopping and then when I crave it is usually when we're like ordering delivery like yesterday we ordered fr- from a restaurant and I ordered a Fanta with it because I was like really craving something but yeah I don't really have it in the house but I think it's because when I was a child <laughs> when I was growing up my mom always ha- we had everything in our basement in like the storage room we had any soda any juice you could think of um our friends my brother and i's friends were always like wow it's like a shop down here and at some point we both just didn't care about it anymore because it was always available so we were like i just want water really (laughs) okay i think i overindulged in it when i was younger (laughs) (laughs) okay well yeah i mean i'm definitely trying to have less. <laughs> I, I already do. I already do drink a lot less Coke. Um, but yeah, sometimes I just... I mean, I think I it's fine. I just... I don't yeah. really think about... I'm not forbidding myself to have it in the house. I just don't have it. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I guess I'm going to move on to a story now. I'm going to go into a sex story just to switch it up. <laughs> Make it juicy. Okay. okay. So, let's get into this. I got it from Reddit, by the way. Recently, I went to my husband's friend's birthday party. It was a bigger party and all my husband's friends and their wives were there, but no kids. One woman that I'm friendly with was annoyed with her husband and choked, ugh, men. If they didn't get us off, why would we keep them? And then she laughed. I awkwardly laughed, but I guess I looked a bit uncomfortable. And then she asked me what was up. And she pointed out that I made a weird face. I said, oh, I've just never had an orgasm before, so I guess I couldn't relate. Almost a dozen of people looked at me when I said that. It was super awkward. The wife then awkwardly asked, is everything okay down there? And I said, yeah, just never had anyone try. I guess. And then for the next 10 minutes, all my husband's friends took turns insulting him in various ways. Many women talked about how they'd never be married to someone who didn't get the job done. And then my husband made us leave early. When we got home, he lectured me about how I humiliated him. I pointed out that she asked and that I have a tendency to be honest. He's been really upset the last several days and he keeps saying he can't talk to his friends because now they think badly of him. So am I the the asshole for being honest here? And then there was an edit by her where she added... I've brought the issue up countless times in the past. So she brought up a few times with him that she can't, that she's not, or that she doesn't have an orgasm when they have sex. He tells me that it's not important and not a big deal that he doesn't get me off. Since it's not that important, I just don't see why I have to hide it like some kind of dirty secret. Okay. Um, that edit changed my entire opinion on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> because before you said that, I would have been like, no matter what is happening here behind closed doors, she did humiliate him. Mm. And that's not probably not something that you should just say like that in front of like such a big group of people. <laughs> um, but hearing this, that like she has brought it up and that he just does not care. Yeah, that changes things. That changes things yeah. for me, definitely. No, I was the same. When I was reading it, I was like, oh, I feel sorry for him because maybe they never had a, like he doesn't know or something. Um, yeah, maybe he doesn't know. Yeah. And then how horrible that all of it, all of his friends are like, what? And then for he will now forever be known as that guy who can't make his wife come, which is horrible. <laughs> yeah. But also if he really doesn't care and if he thinks that's not important, then he kind of deserves it. Then his friends should know and maybe teach him right <laughs> not to do it. Like they should just tell him it's not okay and the pleasure should be on both sides. If he doesn't listen yeah. to his wife, maybe he listens to his friends. Yes, I agree. But that's... Mm, that's uh that's not ideal though that was short and sweet i mean it's quite straightforward here it's like (laughs) you're both a bit dickish (laughs) okay well then shall i go into the next one yes go on so i have a listener story and the listener is me (laughs) (laughs) so this is my own personal story that happened to me maybe this can be an am i am i the asshole uh although if anyone critiques even the slightest thing i did i will be bitter forever so (laughs) but you know i'll just i'll just share it anyway so um 
One of my really good friends. So I there's like a friend that I've known for a couple of years. We've been friends for a while. And he had another friend, like a guy that he was really good friends with. We will call him Andy. So Andy is my friend's friend. Well, was my friend's friend. Um, and I met Andy at my friend's birthday party. So he invited me to his um yeah, to like a dinner where I met Andy. We got along really well. It was all fine. Then a couple of months, I think later, it was Andy's birthday. And Andy um, wanted to celebrate his birthday in Amsterdam and rent like a little flat there. And he was inviting my friend and then another woman that I also knew and that my friend was also friends with because uh, they were kind of like a friend's group of like three or four people um and then so andy had basically been like you know gladys can come i want to invite her as well so um also important andy had just broken up with his like on again off again boyfriend so he invite he invites me to go to amsterdam with them and the weird thing is that like i right before i left i had this feeling that was like I don't really want to go. Like, I, I should not have said yes. But I was like, you know, my friend is going. Is this like one of my best friends there? I get along with Andy. Like, you know, what's the problem? I like being in Amsterdam. It's a nice city. Great. So we go. And the apartment was like, that was that was weird. <laughs> it was like right above a tattoo shop. But you had to go through the tattoo shop, which meant that we had the keys to the tattoo shop. So that like in the middle of the night, we just were by ourselves in that tattoo shop and just had access to everything in that shop. It was weird. Um, anyway, so I get there on, uh, well, I actually drove my friend and then that woman there. And then Andy was already there. So we go out on Friday evening. So it's like the first evening because the weekend was supposed to last until Sunday evening. So it's the first evening and we go out um, to one of the clubs over there. Or like yeah, more like a bar to one of the bars over there, and he starts to drink a lot, and so within like half an hour, <laughs> I see that he has that like the lights are on, but nobody's home look on his face already, and he's like kissing everyone, he's like kissing men in there, women in there, he's kissing everyone um then on two occasions, he tried to kiss me, but in like a very aggressive way, where like he grabbed my face, I was like, and I just saw his tongue like. <laughs> coming straight at me so I pushed him away but he was yeah the second time he was like like yeah he was he was I don't know like quite aggressive about it and so the second time my glasses actually flew off and like landed somewhere between the people like in the middle in the crowd um so that's when I was a little bit I got a little bit annoyed <laughs> at that because yeah I managed to like get them and everything it was fine but they could have you know been like stepped on um so at that point, I was a little bit annoyed. I went I went outside and my friend actually came outside and he was like, yeah, I've kind of had it with <laughs> with him already. Have you? you? You look like you're in the same position. I was like, yeah, I, I don't really do well with that kind of behavior. Eventually, Andy comes out and he's laughing, but like he couldn't walk anymore. So every he would like stumble and he actually fell into some bin bags, you know, like they had the other clubs had like the bin, the bins out and everything in the middle of the street. And like he fell into them. So they like my friend and the, the woman had to like drag, drag him <laughs> and, and like help him and everything. Um, so then we make our way to the apartment, the woman and my friend, they like try to hold him up and get him to walk. But every couple of um, steps, he's like, you know, like dead weight, like he just refuses <laughs> to do anything and he just lets himself like fall. So that walk is like taking forever. Um, and then at some point, my friend has had it <laughs> and he tells him to act normally because he could kind of tell that he was partly doing it for like attention a little bit as well uh like you could you could tell that he was kind of like putting on an axe a little bit as like the like the oh my god I can't walk anymore <laughs> so my friend is like okay snap out of it right now <laughs> I want to go home um actually he was putting on so much he was making so much of a scene that there was at some point we walked past this um square with like other clubs and bars and everything and there were like a couple of security people on that square and as we walked past them I hear them say to each other 
Jesus Christ. So, I mean, these people are there, probably have been there for like more like you know before so they probably see a lot and they were shocked at like the state that andy was in so then so when my friend tells him to snap out of it and like act normally and just you know walk home with us a switch goes off with this guy. He gets extremely aggressive all of a sudden. Like, all of a sudden, he has no issue standing up anymore. He's just, like, charging towards my friend, basically, and, like, shouting at him, shouting at me. Like, I hadn't said a word. I was just watching this. And he turns around at me, and I'm like, you shouldn't fucking tell me what to do. And I hate all of you and everything. And I'm standing there like, um, well, we barely know each other. <laughs> I I don't need this from you. <laughs> so and then he gets like closer and closer to my friend and he starts like pushing him and everything and it really looked like he was about to hit him. Um and then the woman like the mutual friend tried to to like um hold him back and so he pushed her away quite like roughly um then he demands that my friend gives him the keys to the flats and he's like give me the keys because i paid for it they're my keys and everything and my friend did give him the keys because he felt like physically threatened and also yeah he was right and he did pay for the flat so it was technically his flat so he takes the keys and this guy books it towards the canals like if you've ever been to amsterdam you know that ev everywhere there's water everywhere so he books it towards those canals with those keys so my friend starts running behind him and we are like this guy has the keys what if he throws the keys in the fucking canal just to piss us off or anything or something so uh in that moment i decided okay i am not staying <laughs> I'm not I don't want to stay here for until Sunday but all of my stuff including I think I maybe had my car keys but like my laptop and everything was in that apartment so I was like I yeah I need my stuff I can't I can't leave um so then like the the woman and I we just walk around a little bit trying to find them because I was not <laughs> of course I was not about to run <laughs> for this fall <laughs> so we're like walking um and at some point the poli the police even there was like police who watched all of this and they were like what on earth is going on like it was a whole thing um so like 15 or so minutes later my friend messages us and he's like okay come back to the apartment where we're over there so we go and we ring the doorbell and my friend opens the door and his jumper is full of blood. There's like blood all over, all over his jumper. And I'm like, okay, what on earth happened here? Um, turns out that, you know, in Amsterdam, maybe if you've been there, um, there's like these, especially by like the canal, there's these houses that are like, you know, the front door is like on the like street level. But then there's like a couple of steps down as well where you had like the ser the servants quarters, I guess. There's like houses in the UK often have it as well. Um, so this idiot had tripped and fallen down one of those stairs and he had like busted his lip and like completely injured himself. And so my friend had to just go there and like help him and drag him back up. Um so we go upstairs, get my stuff, and he's on the bed, like, sobbing. Then he was sobbing hysterically. Um, the sheets were, like, full of blood, and this was, like, an Airbnb. <laughs> so um, there's, like, blood everywhere because he's just sitting there on those sheets. And, yeah, so I felt like I, I just I, – in that moment, I felt like it was inappropriate for me to be there when, like, he was clearly – having a moment <laughs> because you know we were not that close and I was like yeah I just I don't think I need to be here um of course my friend and like the mutual friend were like yeah you know he's yeah we can't just leave him here by himself and I was like yeah I completely understand this however I I don't really know him <laughs> I'm you know I just wanted to come along and everything which is actually not something that I well I definitely wouldn't do that anymore now but even then it was it wasn't something I would normally do like go somewhere with someone I don't really know but you know I knew the other two quite well so I thought it will be fine um 
but yeah, so I was like, you know, we are not that close. Tomorrow might be a little bit awkward. Like I think, I think, I, I just think I don't really need to be here because we don't really know each other. So I drove back home to Antwerp in the middle of the night with like no sleep. Um, because also the main reason as well was like, I'm not the kind of person who can behave normal after something like this like I just you know there's people who would have been like okay this happens fine let's just make the best out of the rest of the weekend but I'm yeah I'm, I'm not really like that I would have been uncomfortable the rest of the weekends um and so yeah so I left and then I heard that the next day he apparently made fun of it and apparently when my friend was still upset like reasonably <laughs> upset the next day that he was like oh are you still on this like are you still are you still gonna be annoyed like come on it was funny um and yeah like I never I never heard from him he never like he never apologized for anything even though like he cussed me out in the middle of the city uh he was shouting at me like the top of his lungs but yeah I never heard from him he never apologized which which I think says quite a lot as well about I don't know the kind of person <laughs> that he is um and then to top everything off a week or so later i see him post a picture with him and this guy <laughs> that he had broken up with because that was the whole reason he he said he got that drunk and everything because he just had to finally accept that this was real and that they had finally broken up now and it was just so difficult for him and everything he said that was the whole reason that he got like this so a week later i see a picture of the two of them kissing with the caption you know people won't understand the love that we have but I know that we can withstand everything and I I looked at that and I was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> so yeah that was my that was my um thing and it was just one of those things where I was just like if that was me, like if I would, if I would behave in that way and I would wake up the next day and they would tell me, yes, somebody left in the middle of the night because of your aggressive behavior. Like I, like I said in last week's episode, I would never drink again. Honestly, I would be so horrified, <laughs> but things like that often just are just like, yeah, well, he was a little bit messy, but whatever. And then people kind of normalize it, but yeah. I I found it quite difficult <laughs> to to be normal about that. Yeah, I don't think you've been the asshole here. I think it's definitely him. I'm not sure though if that's just the alcohol or if he's just he just starts to generally be annoying. <laughs> well, afterwards he did do some horrible things to my friends, so they're not friends anymore. Okay, so, <laughs> so the maybe alcohol also, maybe just yeah. make the whole thing even worse than he already was behaving. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god, no. I would have one hundred percent left. Yeah. I don't think he would have had to do much for me to I, I don't know. In, in groups like this, I just feel like I would be the first one to leave for whatever happens if that person is if one person is just too drunk and acting out or just being sick all over the place. Like goodbye. You will not see me again. Yeah, we were we were sharing I think even I think it was just like one room and then we were sharing a bath. Oh hell yeah. no. I would not have gone there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you would have been like, okay, he might he might throw up. I'm out. I'm gonna sleep down at the canal. Well, I've got a very short story from a listener, and then I think I'm just gonna directly tell another one because it's really it's really short one. It's just well, that this sounds quite funny, but I know that this person has changed a lot now. <laughs> okay, yeah, because mine was mine was quite long, so just do two in a row. Yeah. <laughs> So the listener story, the short anecdote, you could say, <laughs> is that that person, when they were quite a bit younger, went out, got quite, well, obviously, as you can hear in a second, got quite drunk and took a taxi. And then the memories became a bit blurry. The next thing that happened was they were in a garage. They had their clothes off in a dryer because it was raining that night. And then... He wasn't in his garage. He was in some random's family's garage. That family obviously woke up because of the noise the person was making in the garage and called the police. Um, when they found him, 
he was wearing just his underwear because, like I said, it was raining and he found the dryer in the garage, put the clothes in. And yeah, the family called the police and the police drove him home and no charges, nothing. <laughs> because he under- he just explained the whole story, the whole situation to the family as much as he could. He was very apologetic about everything. But yeah, why he ended up in that house in that specific garage is not very clear. Okay, so... <laughs> So this guy gets hammered. Yes. Gets in a taxi. Yes. And then the next thing we know is that he saw this random house, went into these people's garage, and then thought, you know what? I can I can dry my clothes. Yes. <laughs> and somehow managed to operate the drive. Yes. So that somehow still worked. <laughs> Finding the way home, okay. not so much. Imagine being that family, hearing a noise, thinking is happening. We've got an intruder, and then there's a drunk guy in his underwear <laughs> using your a dryer. dryer. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> he got quite lucky, though. If that would happen in some states in America, he'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god okay that was that one and then i've got one from reddit i've got let's do an alcohol one as well i 28 female have been dating my girlfriend for a year and a half now and this year we were invited to her parents house for dinner and her whole extended family was going to be there as well she was excited and said it would be the perfect time to introduce me to her family. At her parents' house, everything was going great. I even became friends with her grandfather over playing chess and backgammon. I'm quite good at them both. And honestly, it was going better than I thought it was possible. Now, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I never have and probably never will. I don't have anything against alcohol and we do have alcohol over at our house because my girlfriend enjoys a glass of wine sometimes. Um, she was into drinking and partying before. I just don't want to be the one drinking, mostly because it just never got to me. My girlfriend's older brother, 29 male, turned out to be a real drinker. He kept offering me a drink the whole time we were there. Different excuses like a toast, the dinner, as a complimentary to food, to get the party started, etc. I politely said I didn't drink every single time. During dinner, where wine was being served, he offered to pour me a glass of wine and I refused once again. This time, in front of everybody, he asked me what my problem with alcohol was, if I was a recover recovering addict or super religious or what my deal was. I said I preferred not to drink and smoke, that they both can have consequences in one's long-term health and I simply never really got into it. He said I was being a major buzzkill, that he had gotten tired of trying to make me feel welcome and that I should have just accepted the drink and let go. My, go my girlfriend was about to go ballistic on him. I saw her eyes and boy, was she mad. But I took control of the whole situation and said, I already felt quite... I already felt quite welcome and that everyone had been absolutely lovely. I also said I didn't need to drink to feel that. And after dinner, I was going up into our room to get the gifts we had brought and I ran into him again. He said I was not better than anyone by practicing my abstinence from alcohol, that I was boring and a terrible woman who had made his sister's life a boring hell. Did I do something wrong by not accepting his attempts? And then there was one comment that got a lot of like likes by the people who read this thread. Um, and it basically says, well, it does say, oh, I can believe it. I don't drink and the amount of crap I've been giving, I've been given because of it, I ca you can't imagine. Many people take it as A, an implicit criticism of their own choices, B, an insult to their hospitality, and C, being holier than thou, and D, just all of the above. <laughs> This is quite shocking to me. Wow. I did not even, I did not expect that it would even um, go that far. Like, I was already shocked that he asked her, are you a recovering alcoholic? <laughs> I know. <laughs> would you just wrong? ask someone that? I don't think so. <laughs> no. But then to be like, I'm tired of, of trying to make you feel welcome and everything. What? It sounds like he has some other problems as well, to be fair. Why would he be so rude? Oh my god! But I do agree. I feel like a lot of times people just think you try, like people feel attacked about their own drinking habits. Sometimes they don't feel attacked, but it's the same as when back in the day when I was vegetarian, 
um, and I told people I don't eat meat. It's like you get an explanation from other people what kind of meat they're eating, how often a week uh, a week they eat meat. It's like this. They need. They feel like they now need to justify themselves. And I've noticed the same with alcohol. When you say no, I just don't enjoy. Like I don't drink that much. People are like, oh, I only drink like you know, and it's like a big gathering or like they try to explain themselves why and when they drink. Almost like I don't. You don't owe me anything. You do you boo. <laughs> like I don't care. You know the hysterical thing. I've had that with sex. Like <laughs> people, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would, I would tell people they're like, yeah, I've never had sex. Um, and then all of a sudden, and what did they say? They oh, would... don't worry, Han. I only have sex once a month, but only when it's our monthly anniversary <laughs> no no but they would be like it was mostly with people who i knew like they had told me stories and then they were like i can no actually i completely understand and like you know like just wait and 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 you know like no actually i completely agree i feel the same way and then i'm like last weekend you told me that you had a threesome in the mcdonald's <laughs> bathroom <laughs> like, why are you all, all of a sudden <laughs> changing changing this like um no like it's fine you do you I do me like I'm not I'm not thinking anything about what you tell me but yeah that is and it's like the comparison you made um last episode where it's like if you don't smoke like I don't I don't smoke anymore (laughs) and I don't judge people who smoke I still think when you go out um the outside area where people where people are smoking is where the tea is getting spilled yes so that is. is that's where i prefer to hang out most of the time those are the most interesting conversations i don't think cigarettes should be made illegal or like that i do think i even think and this this is probably a hot take that life is sometimes being made too difficult for smokers I'm just i like, agree if people want to smoke <laughs> let them fucking smoke being like oh even though this is an outside area you can't smoke here i'm like come on um um, but see, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not judging people who still smoke. And I feel exactly the same way with alcohol drinking. Yeah. If so, like, you can people... keep it together though, once you start attacking me because you drank, then I start judging you. Yes. Yeah. Like we said, when it's, as soon as it starts impacting other people, but yeah, I think maybe that, that, I don't know why he got so defensive over <laughs> alcohol. Um, yeah, I don't know. But this is, that's intense. That's an intense, an intense story. Oh my God. And if I was that, that sister in this case, I would go ballistic as well. I love that though. (laughs) The way she describes how her girlfriend, she could see her get heated. Yeah, but imagine that being your first experience with your in-laws and like, you're perfectly fine. You're being perfectly nice. And then something like this just ruins it. I mean, oh yeah, I also yeah. love when people then tell me, "Oh, come on, we're not eighty year olds here." I'm like, "No, well, internally a little bit, but also, what has that to do with age?" I know. Yeah. Well, I had one story which is actually <laughs> the complete opposite of this because it's also someone meeting the in-laws, but it goes the, the opposite way. <laughs> so, me, 29 male, and my fiancé, 21 female, have been dating for over two years, but I have not met her family but I had not met her family since they live in another city. My fiance invited me to a family gathering at her hometown, in her hometown. Uh, let me <laughs> correct this. And, <laughs> and I'm extremely busy as I work in construction, which is why I hadn't met her family before. Before dinner, I was nervous because I'm meeting her family and I want to make a good impression. She told me they do drink alcohol. So, <laughs> and how we go from this the next part of this sentence I'm confused so I drink three to four beers on the way to her house because number one I'm nervous number two my fiance says they drink so I thought it would be fine I didn't eat that much before I started pre-drinking so the couple of beers hit me way harder than I was expecting I show up slightly buzzed but when I got there they offered me some wine I accepted and introduced myself. My family-in-law apparently likes to eat dinner a lot later than I was expecting. So we didn't end up eating until basically three hours after we had arrived. 
by the time dinner came around, the alcohol had hit me hard. I will admit I was decently drunk. Without my fiancé preparing any food during the day and my family-in-law having a late dinner, the alcohol was basically all of all my body had had that day. This is super embarrassing to admit, but I was really drunk um, as we were all serving. And as we were all serving ourselves dinner, I dropped my plates with food on it. I apologized and offered to clean it up. But this time my fiance was pissed and wasn't being understanding of the situation especially considering I was making first impressions with her family. By the time I went to get a second plate, I was becoming dizzy and ill, and I realized I wouldn't even be able to make it through the dinner. So I asked her where I could lay down. <laughs> she was livid, and she brought me to her parents' room, basically tossing me in the room and slamming the door, making a huge scene. Oh, she's making a scene, okay. Instead of just... Oh, instead of going into the bed, I went to the bathroom and threw up, staying there for the rest of the dinner. I spent the night in the in the bathroom um, and on the drive home, my girlfriend ripped me a new one. It's been two days and she's still acting pissy about the situation. Yes, I know I'm partly to blame and I fucked up, but she told me they like to drink. And she also said she was going to make me lunch, but never ended up making me lunch that day. On top of that, I wasn't expecting dinner to be served so late. My point is I did fuck up, but at the same time, I wish she would cut me a bit of slack due to all the other variables. Am I the asshole because I unwillingly got too drunk at her family gathering? I really want to add that her family was the one feeding me alcohol. I would have ripped you a new one for so many reasons. <laughs> Honestly, no. I mean, fine. She tells you the family drinks. Okay, maybe buy a bottle of wine, make a good impression or something. Bring a case of beer, whatever. That doesn't mean get loaded before you meet them just because... It, how, what kind of... Inter like, no. What? No. <laughs> Yeah, how you go from, oh yeah, they drink, like they're okay with alcohol too. Okay, that means I'm going to drink four beers before I even get in the car. That's such a weird interpretation of my family likes to drink. No, why would that make a good impression? Oh, he's such a fun guy. He was completely wasted when he showed up. Great. No. And then also you can always say, I'm going to wait a little until we eat because the alcohol, ooh, I'm feeling it. You know, it's easy to just open your mouth. You don't have to get, no, 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 no. You deserve everything your girlfriend did to you after that. <laughs> oh my God, I know. And also the, um, yeah, it's partly my fault, but also she didn't oh, make me yes, lunch. Oh yes, I forgot about that comment. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I never yeah. make any food for anyone except myself <laughs> and my dog. So. <laughs> Well, unsurprisingly, he got voted the asshole and people ripped him a new one in the comments. I <laughs> got a few new ones now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But I got I got a little bit uncomfortable reading that just because of like, I don't know, <laughs> just seeing it. Like that whole nervousness around, you know, your partners meeting your family and everything and then something like this happening. Yeah. I mean, I want, well, I... <laughs> It's not a funny story. It's not even that interesting. I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, when I was with my ex-boyfriend, his family invited me for a ski holiday. I got really lucky. That holiday was amazing. <laughs> anyway, um, and his family liked to drink. I didn't get wasted because of that. I didn't get wasted in the first place. But basically, it was a ski holiday. It was a wellness resort thing. I was like doing the sauna all day after skiing and went into the hot tub and was sleeping on those heated stones. I was like heated up all afternoon and then we got to the hotel room and i was like i don't know feel well like i'm overheated i it was a bit like i felt like collapsing but how old was i, I was maybe 19 so i was in my drinking era at that point and not badly though um so then we went to the hotel room and we had to get ready for dinner and i got ready for dinner and I felt a little bit better. And then I sat down at dinner and his dad gave me wine. And he talked about that wine like he, like he was really into wine. And he knew a lot and he told me a lot about it. And he was like, drink it, drink it, try it. And I was like, yeah, okay. And it did taste really good. But the problem was I was really thirsty and there was no water on the table at that point. So I really just downed that wine. And I was so overheated though. And he just filled out my glass. And I kept drinking that wine. 
<laughs> and I got really drunk. I got quite drunk really quickly, but then the food came, which helped. But I was funny. I was literally just sitting there having a good time. No one knew, but I just remember sitting there like, whoa, what is going on? And then after that, we had like dessert or something and some drinks before bed. And he gave me like a whiskey or something. In the glass was just one massive ice cube instead of several ones. It was quite big, so it melted down a little bit. And I was just trying to get like the last sip out of the glass. And the whole ice cube went in my throat. (laughs) And it was the whole family, literally. The grandparents, the siblings, the parents. And I was sitting there like... (sighs) And it took me a few seconds to realize I don't have to panic because eventually it's going to (laughs) melt. But no one realized that I was about to choke. Not half as bad as what that guy did. (laughs) No, but I I understand this situation because nothing annoys me more than when you have a dinner and they're serving wine, but then there's basically no water on the table or not enough water. Yeah, and then it's they like give those you mini winnie glasses where you have like oh, a shot of water. Oh my god, what am I supposed to do with that? Like I drink a lot, I need a lot. So yes, I will have some wine, but that's like for the taste. I also need water to actually stay hydrated. Well, I tried it with the wine. <laughs> yeah, then that's what you will get. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> well, this was a shorter one. This might be under an hour. This might be the shortest yet, but that's okay because sometimes you just need a little quickie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get ready for treats. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna prep my food, and I'm gonna sit down. And I'm gonna. I don't know. Who do you think is gonna win? I I'm really excited. <laughs> This is this is how it must feel for people who like football. And I'm jealous. Because if you get so excited about every single football game, good for you, actually. <laughs> I all I don't get though why they do three episodes in one week. So then it's like done in a month. Why not just do one a week? Oh, I like, like three a week because I, I need my I need my stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but I want it to last longer. Now it's just over again. I don't know. Um, who do I... Well, I know who I want to win, well, yeah. but who do I think? I don't know. I think I his like... chances are really good. I Actually, the others are good, but he's just better. <laughs> like, he knows how to play them. <laughs> I know, but the thing is just like what we... I'm, I'm a bit, you know, from last year, I'm scarred mm. <laughs> because I just know that like anything, like everything can change on a dime basically there can be one little comment that somebody makes or somebody yeah. can just have some doubts and it can change everything which is which is the most stressful thing so i don't know i really hope he pulls it off i think i might actually cry <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me anything before tomorrow okay because who knows no, maybe I, I have to watch it an hour later <laughs> yeah but what time is it at like nine i think it's like when eight thirty or something Oh, I don't okay. actually know. Oh. I need to Google. <laughs> okay. Well, you could always, okay. if you have the BBC iPlayer, you can always just go back to the beginning and while it's in the middle. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, enjoy. I'm so nervous. I hope everyone who's listening and watching Traitors is going to enjoy, well, has enjoyed it by the time that this episode comes out. And yeah. Sorry for any spoilers. Yeah. Let us know um, who whose team you were on. Cool. In that case. Okay. I'm going to head off. <laughs> okay bye everyone see you next week see ya